What's up, world? It's Katrina. And Marlena. And this is Excess Baggage. The podcast where two friends in their 30s unpack all of life's baggage. This episode will be unpacking costly decisions. Okay, let's start the show. Hey, girl. Hello. (laughs) Listen, at this point, I'm just going to roll my eyes every time you say hi, because I don't like, hello. Like, Do you say hello like that in real life? I don't know what I say. I don't need you to figure that out. I just, I don't know. I keep it G, you know, what up? This is becoming a segment in and of itself. I know it How is. is Marlena going to say just, hi today? We should just make a a, a a combination or a compilation of all of the times I've said hello on the show. Hello. <laughs> hello. 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 Um, <laughs> that maybe, is your baggage every day. <laughs> maybe that is it. I, I don't know what to say anymore, but um, how's it going? <laughs> it's all right how are you what's, what's, what's life looking like on marlena's end of the world today mm, you know i am in the business right now of just doing things that make me happy mm. and i think that's kind of why we are on this what we're going to talk about later is kind of on the table because i'm like i really just want to do things that make me happy and I don't care how much it costs. (laughs) I don't care how much it costs. Like if I want it, I want it. This is where I am right now because, you know, a lot of things have been happening in the background of my life that they're unexplainable. They just Mm. don't make sense. You know, Mm. I'm still trying to collect uh, my real feelings and thoughts about the loss of David. Yeah. You know, there's like certain things in my life that are happening. And I'm just like, I don't really know what's going on. And so at this period, I just want to control what I can control. And I feel like that comes with the, yeah, I'm going to do what makes me happy. But okay. Like I'm flying to DC this weekend. I'm going to go to this concert. Did I really need to go to the concert? No, I didn't have to go. I know that I didn't have to go, but I want to. I want to. And, you know, why not? I'm going to get a chance to go to the Kennedy Center, which I've never been before. So I'm going to go to an opera, a nice opera house. I'm going to be completely dressed in a very, you know, a nice gown and, you know, um, have a couple people that's going to show me around DC for the two days and I'm going to be there because it's in and out. I mean, we're so close to the holidays. I can't afford to just really be gone, gone. Yeah. But, you know, I was like, you know what? This is that season for me. I'm just going to do whatever and I'll figure it out later. Um, And I'm just going to be unapologetic about it. And to myself too. Like, I don't, I don't want to be too hard on me right now. So, mm. You know, maybe it cost me a couple therapy sessions or something. I don't know, but <laughs> I'm going to invest, as, you know, I'm going to continue investing in bettering myself. That's not stopping. Yeah. I just feel like <sighs> I just need to release. Okay. So. Okay. 
That's what's happening. Is that your baggage? That's my baggage. Is that baggage? I mean, I don't even I don't even feel like it's baggage because I am deciding to do this. <laughs> right. You know, baggage to me, you know, a lot of times comes stems from things like really out of your control, your upbringing, things that happen to you that you're just like, whoa, whoa, wait, what? You know, and with this, it's like, okay, I'm making this decision. Mm. So, you know, come with May, at least I know what I did. Yeah. Um, I'm also wondering if like, because I think we've asked this question a couple times when we talk about baggage, like, if there's maybe expanding the definition of what baggage is, because maybe it's not just the things that are negative or the things that don't feel good or the things that have happened to us. Maybe it's also just whatever else that we're carrying that other people are going to have to deal with. Right. Right. Um, for better or for worse, like your baggage could be that you are now in a season of just doing what feels good to you. And that is something that you're carrying with you, right? It doesn't have to be a load. It ain't got to be heavy. It don't have to be something that's going to be a problem. And it can be because some people ain't going to like that. But yeah, it, it is could something be. that you're walking with. It's something that you're carrying. It's something that you're holding as you move into, as you move through the world, rather. Yeah. And I feel like I'm on the bridge of a new awakening. Like mm. I feel it coming, you know, and I think I'm easing into it because I know once it arrives, like that's it. That's it. And a lot of this other, uh, you know, a lot of other things can't come along. Yeah. They can't come along. Or if they come along, they got to be, you know, set up properly. Right. How about that. So, yeah, I'm just like, okay, hang on, <laughs> hang on, hang on to your horses and you, you, you got it. You know, there's certain things, a lot of um, time that I've, I've definitely expressed it here on the show. I have felt that I have never really allowed myself to say yes too much, mm. you know, um, I would find myself in a situation and then go, wait a minute, like, I, I know this is not what I wanted, you know? And, and while I have had a say so, I really haven't exercised my true voice on the matter. And mm. so I feel like now it's like, okay, if I do something, it's like, no, I did it because I wanted to do it. And, and that part, you know, like you said, it could come with some baggage. Some people might not like that. They might not mm -hmm. like that version of me right now. And um, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with people being like uncomfortable because I've felt uncomfortable for so long and I've allowed people to be them, be themselves and be their real, true, authentic selves, no matter the consequences. And, you know, I don't regret that at all, but I also realized that, no, I there's a lot of times when I could have put up way more structure and way more boundaries in certain mm. situations. I know that, but I've always liked to operate in this, the space of freedom or, you know, being the free space, you know, but not everybody can handle that. And not everybody should have that privilege. Right. So, you know, 
you gotta come in here into the free space like you got some sense correct with some home training correct as my grandma would say <laughs> like for sure you for ain't sure. got no home training you don't get to be up in here you just <clears throat> you know and if I invite you back into the space and you feel like I'm just whatever about it. There's a reason behind that. Right. <laughs> There's a reason behind that. And that's the boundary. You know, that is the thing. It's like, okay, yeah, I can choose to, you know, fuck with somebody and not fuck with them. I can, I have the ability to make people acquaintances to make them like this type of friend or this type of friend. Not everybody deserves the full, full access. They don't. Right. So, you know, okay, that's what's, uh, what's going on. It <laughs> is. <laughs> what about you? What's your baggage? I've been half asleep all day. <laughs> Why you got to say it like that? Because, like, that's real. <laughs> I've been half asleep. I've been half asleep all day. Um, No, but for real, I, so I went in for an allergy test this morning. And when they pricked me with them little things, I don't know if you ever had an allergy test before, but they basically like. I have not. Okay. So when you get the skin allergy test, basically what they do is they prick you with these little like, I'm just going to call it a poker. It's like a little plastic stick that has like a, a sharp end and it has something on it that's supposed to like resemble whatever the thing is right that they're testing you for and it just they prick you just to get a little bit of it under your skin to see if you react to it okay that's not weird at all it's a it's a strange thing and they did it on both of my arms with a bunch of different stuff because you know, as you know i've been having a bunch of stuff going on with my uh, stomach or whatever. So I finally went and got an allergy test. And when I say that one of my arms, basically like I had spots, I was blowing up in hives everywhere on that arm, <laughs> all over the place. I had hives, like the lady who did it walked in and was like, oh, you got something going on over there. Walked back out, came back and was like, oh, <laughs> like every time she came back was like oh you really have some allergies like yeah <laughs> you really got some stuff happening over there and then the doctor walked in and was like oh, <laughs> oh you he was like you you're really reacting on that arm i see and i was like yeah are y'all gonna do anything about it or are we they just gonna let it sit for so long unless you're having like i'm sure if you go into anaphylaxis they'll epipen you and all of that but they have to let it sit for so long to see how bad the reaction is and all of that kind of stuff. So she walks in and was like, how you feeling? And I was like, itchy as hell. Like my whole arm just itches. She was like, yeah, you got some reactions going on there. So. <clears throat> Man, I, I would not be good at this test. I'm going to tell you this right now. I would be like, if y'all don't. Uh, fuck the weight. You saw that my arm fucking swelled, <laughs> swelled up. You better fucking get it off of me. Get it Girl, off of me. What I are we doing? There like, how can I not scratch this? And mind you, this was at, mm, let's say, 930 this morning. You can still kind of see the areas where 
I was kind of swelling. Like you can still it very vis- visibly see like there's there's areas that have not gone down yet. Oh my gosh. Anyways, my one of my arms was swollen, swollen. So they had to give me allergy medicine afterwards. So she was like, um, we're gonna give you some allergy medicine. We usually give people after we do the test if they react to stuff, because my whole arm was reacting. So she gave me some allergy medicine. She rubbed me down with a, an allergy cream, wiped my arm with some alcohol, and then rubbed me down again because I was really reacting. So I've been half sleep all day because I'm pretty sure <laughs> that medicine they gave yeah, me. Yeah, they doused you, man. Made they doused me you. Drowsy. <laughs> And so I've been in, I had to cancel one of my sessions today because I was like, I really feel like I need to like go lay down. I don't think I'm going to make it through this session. And I had to like, hey, I'm having some medical stuff. Like, can we reschedule for tomorrow? Because I cannot be present in session in this state. And I had to like go and try to like get my life. Oh my God. So that I could finish my day, like part way no. through my Mm-mm. sessions today, so that I could finish my day. It was a wreck. So I've been half sleep all day. <laughs> like, well, you look fresh. Oh, I'm so glad because <laughs> I don't fresh. feel it. Like, my eyes are just barely open right now. Like, I could go to sleep. Hmm. I could really go to sleep. Well, please don't. <laughs> I, listen, let's try. I can't let's make try. any promises. <laughs> Because it's one of those, like, I'm so tired feelings that, like, I have no control over what's happening. And that's why I had to cancel that session so I could have a break to, like, try to rest and rejuvenate myself and come back. Because I was like, my eyes feel like they are going to close and I have no control over that. (laughs) Like, I feel like I looked crazy in some of these therapy sessions today I ha- I started like after the first one I started telling my clients like just so you are aware I had to take some allergy medicine today so if my eyes look a little low or something like I'm here I'm present I promise like <laughs> because oh, Lord I know I looked half sleep well I saw a lady today that looked like that half sleep but she was walking around she looked like she had an allergic reaction or something because i'm assuming it was botox so her face was so plumped up and then she had the nerve (laughs) you know what sidebar she had the nerve she had the nerve to ask me do you work here and mind you i'm wearing like jeans t-shirt a sweatshirt like i'm dressed in street clothes and i have my airpods in like it's clear and my purse around me like it's clear that i don't work here and then she goes do you do you work here and i go no and then she goes well do you know someone that works here and i looked at her and i really wanted to say do you like bitch what are you talking about are are you so swollen you can't see like if you don't get on, go home. Right. Like, anyway. Well, I'm sorry you got all swollen. <laughs> you Girl. look fine to me. <laughs> I can't tell. My arm don't look fine. She is. Okay, wait. Your, yeah, your arm does look bigger. <laughs> she is definitely going through it still. Yeah. And so I went in there because they, I'm supposed to be getting checked for food allergies the food allergy section of my arm fine 
totally fine. Nothing lit up over there. Apparently, I'm not allergic to any kind of food. So what the hell is the going on? The environmental side of my arm, where they pricked me for cats and dogs and dust mites and trees and grass and all of that kind of shit, blew up like a fucking balloon. And they were like, to the point where the, the allergist came back in and he was like, so how are you managing your allergies? <laughs> He's like, well, one, I don't roll around in the grass. Um, I don't. <laughs> how are you managing? I was like, I don't like this line of questioning because it makes me sound like I got a real problem going. But just so we are clear, I've had allergies my whole life. Y'all just never found out because y'all didn't test for it. Like. I break out in hives. I break out in rashes. Like, that is a thing that happens to me often. I just avoid shit. <laughs> like, it never bothered me that much because it's grass and trees. And, like, the lady was like, but these are things in your environment that you can't avoid completely. I hear you, but, like, what am I going to do? I can't control the grass being in the air and around and all of that. Like, I just don't go rolling in it. Or I put on clothes, lots and lots of clothes when I'm going to be around the grass. But, you know, I avoid my parents' dog because I know I'm allergic to the dog. The dog rubbed up against me one time I broke out in hives and I was like, we can't do this no more. No, no. So <laughs> no. he was like, how are you managing your allergies? Do you like take allergy medicine often? I was like, no, I just avoid shit. I use stuff. It breaks me out. I throw it away. <laughs> <laughs> I don't go do that no more. <laughs> yeah, you know, stuff. I don't really know if I'm allergic to anything. Not that I like food wise. I don't know at all. I, I've never if had. If you were allergic to stuff, I would, you know would know by now. Right. You would know. So not, definitely not have, that. It's like a severe reaction, like hives, you swell, like super itchy. Your skin gets very irritated. Like there's rashes. It's a whole thing. Like, you know, I've known I've had allergies my entire life, basically, because I would just break out in rashes all the time. Yeah, well, I broke out in hives in middle school because we had crazy hair day and people were spraying themselves with colored hairspray. And I had to go home early because I broke out in hives. Who the hell is allergic to colored hairspray and who the hell knows they're allergic to colored hairspray? Katrina. I think I've been allergic to like, you know, soaps, you know, like yeah. certain like cheap soaps or like soaps. I've definitely like use the soap at a hotel or something. And I was like, whoa, like what the hell was in that? Like my whole arm or whatever, my leg has got some type of rash or something. I'm like, exactly. damn, I barely even use, I used yeah. it one time. And it was Doesn't like, matter. that's it, it's a wrap. And then it's mm -hmm. like there, it has to clear up. It clears up on its own. Yeah. But not yeah, when they put it up under your skin. No, no, uh-uh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The other thing I was like, because y'all literally like lifted up the top layer of my skin and put this in there to see if I react to it. I'm not over here lifting up the top layer of my skin and rubbing grass in there. Like <laughs> my reaction don't look like this when I just walk through the park because <laughs> I'm not putting it up under the skin, you know, like, right. I, it, I might rub up against it. It might itch a little bit, but I ain't 
I got four hives here. Cause y'all don't. Anyways, that's my baggage for today. We still don't know what the hell is going on with my stomach, but we now know. We now have proven evidence that Katrina's allergic to life. Cause I've always said I was allergic to life, but we now have evidence because my arm is still swollen. Well, almost 12 hours later. I hope they figure it out. You and me both. But yeah, I'm, I've been drugged today, so I've been half asleep all day on this wonderful Wednesday. Hump day? Why do they call it hump day? I, you know, I never even known. I, I, I don't care to look it up either. I mean, it can't I, have to my, do with like sexual hump day. No, like, I in know. my it, mind, it's the middle of the week. So like you... Saturday, oh, sun, Saturday, Katrina. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, we're going up. Oh, Wednesday, Wednesday. the middle, and then you go down Thursday, Friday, Friday Saturday, 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 Sunday. Sunday. That's just what I made up in my brain because a hump goes up and down. Right. And I guess. I have no idea. I don't know who came up with that. It sounds like some white people shit. Yeah, it's probably white. I, I don't, I don't see no. Black people being like, yeah, man, you know, we should call Wednesdays hump day, hump day, you know, or is it going to be what, what's that uh, humps in the trunk, humps in the trunk. Hey, we like the girls. Yeah, with the it would have uh, no. been a whole different vibe right. if we named it. No, I don't think it's humps or no. My lovely lady humps. Check it out. Or, you know, Mm-mm. but that's still not. I don't know. Mm-mm. No, it couldn't be. So anyways. <laughs> Costly decisions. Yeah, today's topic is costly decisions. Um, Which, for those of y'all at home, means when you make choices and decisions and the consequences cost you something. (laughs) Yes. Sometimes that's something. Can be monetary. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> it could be your dignity. It could be. Sometimes it's just your time and your energy. Very much so. Hey, it might even cost you a little distress. <laughs> Emotional distress. You got to go to therapy for it or something. Because couple more sessions. <laughs> I mean, you were going anyway. You just added to the you added, added to, to the, the list. list. <laughs> it's on the list here. We'll take a little detour today. We did. I got just today. To talk about. Just today. Maybe the next couple, but you know, this is right where now. I'm at. Right now, this is where we at. Mm-hmm. So when you are making, when you are consciously making choices, let's be clear about that part because. Sometimes you make decisions and you ain't know it was going to cost you nothing because you ain't know what was on the other end of that. But sometimes you knew, you knew what this was going to look like and you did it anyways. Yes. Because you grown and you can do that. Yeah. You know, you are grown and that is, let's go, let's start there. (laughs) As an adult, man, because you know, adults, I mean, we were once kids and now we are adults. And I definitely saw some adults making some bad decisions. (laughs) I saw some bad decisions. Whether or not they were costly, mm, I don't know. That's up to, you know, everyone's, you know, discretion. discretion. They can decide how they feel about it. 
Uh, but I definitely saw some bad decisions. And I feel like it was a part of life. You know, I think every person is doing the best that they can. Sure. Well, actually, I take that back. (laughs) I think there are some people that are doing the best that they can. I feel there are some that, I don't know, they live in a different world. You know, they're not looking out for the greater good. They're just, they're just destructive. Mm. Uh, Are they doing the best they can? No, they pretty much know they're a shit human being and they're okay with their shitty behavior. Um, whether or not they graduate to another, you know, you know, to the other side, I don't know. That's their story. Let them deal with that. But I say for the most part, people are doing the best that they can. Okay. Uh, and yeah, as long as it's a check you can cash, <laughs> then I don't see why not. I don't Okay. See- But what does it mean that you can cash the check? It means that you are aware that you may not be operating at your highest self. But it is not something that is going to completely compromise you. Mm. So you have the capacity to handle whatever these consequences are without losing yourself. Correct. I can get behind that. I can get behind that. You sometimes you do things. <laughs> sometimes you do things and you're just like, dog, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? But you know, it's like, okay, I'm on my fuck shit today. But like, that's not, I'm not permanently in, you know, in. I'm land. not permanently in the fuck right. shit. Right. I'm not in the land of fuckery. Like I can get out, you know, I'm not trapped here. <laughs> I want to be like, Marlena, what the hell did you do? <laughs> I'll never tell. <laughs> um, okay, so every cause and effect, right? Like everything you do has a consequence. And we like to say, or we think of consequences as bad things, but really anything that you do it's going to cause a reaction of some sort, good, bad, indifferent. And that's all consequences are. It's just a reaction. I'm, I'm, I'm with you on like, okay, I know that this may not be the decision I should be making or whatever, but I'm kind of feeling like, like, why does it even have to be labeled like a bad decision? Or like, why does it have to be you on your fuck shit? Like, maybe it's just like, this was a need for today in this moment. And and that's the way maybe it needs to be framed. I think that having been through what you've been through and knowing what you know, sometimes you can go, okay, are you on some fuck shit? You know, you kind of check in with yourself to make sure that it's sure. not the fuck shit. So I think that's where that is really coming from. I don't think it's necessarily, yeah, it has to be labeled a bad thing. Because if you, like you said, if you are choosing to do it, and you're okay with the the check cash, then really, is it bad? It's just like, no, it, it happened. It's happening. There's nothing, <laughs> you know, you have made the choice. Right. Whether you've even acted on it or not, you've already made the choice. Right. And if you were going into that decision with the, 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 um, as much information in mind as, 
possible, like you thought this through, then you just know that this decision itself might cost you more than the alternative. Correct. Right, wrong, or indifferent, it just might cost you more. Yeah, yeah. But you made a conscious decision. You had the information. You knew what it was. You ain't lying to yourself about nothing. No. (laughs) It's real. It's real. And you know, like, this is going to be some shit on the other end of it. But here we are. Yeah. I mean, hey. And I always think about even that part of saying this is going to be some shit on it. I don't know what it's going to be. I could be building this up to something that it isn't, you know? Right. Uh, But also that's a part of not knowing what the the choice is going to, where it's going to land you. And I think that's where it's like, okay, I've got to be chill. I got to be cool. Like whatever, wherever it takes me, I have to be cool and I'll be all right. Yeah. No matter what, at the end of the day. Yeah. So, you know, I just always hope that all parties involved are clear. That's all. <laughs> clear. Let's just all be clear. Calm, clear, 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 calm, and collected. Okay. That's all I want. All I've ever wanted, actually. <laughs> I'm just, I'm quiet because I'm listening and I'm like, I can already piece together what we're probably talking about here um <laughs> Ooh, child. um yeah i hear you though i think it gets a bad rap for you to make decisions that like maybe other people wouldn't make or is ill-advised or whatever the case may be and like there's a lot of judgment around that but Hell, at the end of the day, like we all out here just getting needs met, whatever that looks like. And trying to survive. <laughs> and trying to survive. So like some people are making decisions it's like, oh, I'm about to go sell this weed because I need to get this meat met. I need <laughs> got to pay these bills, right? Other people are choosing to go to a job nine to five because we have access to that. Everybody ain't got access to that or whatever the case may be. Like we're all just out here making decisions to get needs met and why do they have to be right wrong or indifferent as long as you are not causing harm to anybody and everybody is aware of like what's up like yeah i can only sell you the drugs if you're willing to buy them i can't force no. them on you for so, sure, so, for sure. <laughs> say it again for the people in the back please say it again only sell you the drugs if you are willing to buy them Correct. I can't force them on you. No. So the person buying the drugs from the drug dealer is making a costly decision just as much as the person selling the drugs. We both made that decision. Together. Together. And separately, because I had to decide I was going to go get these drugs to sell to No, that's true. She was going to come on over here and buy them. So we just met each other halfway to get the deed done. But... We both decided separately that this is how we were going to survive today. Yep. So, yeah. I mean, like, 
I'm cool with not putting judgment on that for yourself, for other people. Like, okay, you made a decision that was going to cost you a little bit more. And you honest with yourself about it and you know this is, I, it is what it is. But I think my, the only thing would be, and you never know until it happens, is it worth it? Was it worth it? You know? Whatever that means to you, obviously. Right. But was right. it worth it in that moment? Was it worth it? Um, mm. And nobody can determine that, but all like you. Yeah. So. Because hmm. <laughs> the consequences are really high. But the weed wasn't no good. <laughs> it was expensive, but it wasn't no good. Was it worth it? <laughs> uh uh, probably not. <laughs> probably not. Probably not. That's hilarious. So, you know. My other thing is about standing in that, though. Whether it was worth it or not, can you stand by that decision? Because I kind of feel like part of it being costly is like part of the costliness is are people going to judge me? How are other people going to look at me for it? Or if I told somebody else this story... How were they going to look at me or whatever the case may be, right? And it, and it doesn't have to be like anybody, just anybody off the street. But like if I told my best friend, if I told my mama, you know what I mean? Like, how is that going to be received? How am I going to look at myself? All of that kind of stuff. Can you stand in that? Because if you can't stand on stand on what you are deciding to do, then maybe it's too costly. Maybe you can't cash that check. True. Because sometimes we be doing shit and we keep it under wraps and you ain't going to tell nobody. And if it's that costly that, like, you got to keep it to yourself, you can't tell nobody. Hey, hey, I will say this on that. There are certain things that people don't need to know. I'm not saying they need to know, but if you can't stand in it to be like, yeah, I did that. I would say Unless, of course, you're going to get arrested or something. No, right, right. You You don't tell nobody nothing. Like, what the the hell? (laughs) You gonna tell yourself what the hell? That don't make no damn sense. No, that's one that you got to be able to stand in the mirror and say like, "Yeah, I did that. I did that shit. That was me." But you know. my mom told me a long time ago, women should have their secrets. Sometimes people should have their shit. Like it doesn't have to be public knowledge, and it doesn't even necessarily mean you're ashamed. It just means what? Why? put yourself in that position to be questioned you know it's like a line of questioning almost that you get if it's something that people don't agree with and for me it's like yeah but if it at the end of the day out, could you stand on it? yeah because it doesn't have to be that you have to go share it but if the shit came out can you stand behind yeah, it right? I it's mean, the same if, thing with like all of these politicians getting caught up having a little conversations that's getting recorded behind closed doors girl, and the shit they're girl. saying about black folks. <laughs> and now this shit is out there and y'all backtracking real bad, right? You couldn't stand in your shit. You made a costly decision to oh, say it would be nice if they said, did though. It would but be you nice. didn't stand in that. You're not willing to stand in that. So it for, would... to me, like it don't have to come out. It that could have been kept a secret. It can be kept a secret. It can some be something you can stand in just by yourself like if you can look at yourself in the mirror and be like yep i did that shit today like (laughs) that's what i said that's how i feel that's good and if anybody else found out i'm good with that then yeah go go do the thing that doesn't mean you have to tell nobody but like if you can't stand in it 
then maybe right. it's too costly. Because the other part of that is you now have to live with that decision. Oh, so yeah. even if you never tell anybody, are you going to regret it? Are you going to sit there and be like, oh, that was terrible? Are you going to beat yourself up about it? Because if that's the case, don't do it. Which I have done before. I have uh, definitely beat myself up about something I did. But I also feel like who has not done that? You know, I don't think it was in pertaining of like, oh, this I, I shouldn't have done this. No, it's usually like, man, the timing Mm. for me, it would always be about timing about, you know, man, I wish I would have got out a year earlier. Mm. You know, it would always be about that type of stuff. Not necessarily mad about the decision, but just the time it took me for to say, okay, you know what? This is really this is yeah to make the decision. But if I came to the if I came to the conclusion I was doing something and I I was like, yeah, I'm I did it. I did it. You know, it's there's no hiding from that. That's it is what it is. And at the end of the day, the only person that I have to answer to is me. You know, right. not and regardless if my mom doesn't like it or this person doesn't like it, it's like, okay, there's a lot of shit y'all not going to like. Right. I mean, really, truly. But I can stand in it. Right. And that's the difference. I think it's too costly if you can't stand in it. If you can't stand the the, the consequence, the if the biggest consequence for anything is your mental health, like your ability to to sit with yourself, your ability to sleep at night, right? If you can't stand in that, then it's too costly. True. The consequences are too high because I have to live with it. Ain't nobody else ever got to know. But if I'm walking around here, like hiding myself because I'm afraid y'all going to find out and I already know, like I'm not going to be able to live with myself if y'all find out, then I shouldn't have been doing it. Yeah, but ain't nothing uh, cutting down on my sleep, girl. Marlena said, fuck that. I did I sleep real well. <laughs> I sleep real well at night. I know who I am. <laughs> I know. No skeletons in the closet Hell, over there. No. Good. No, I'm good. I'm good. We good. What's that one song? We good. I think. <laughs> Hilarious. I'm good on any. Oh, wait. I'm good on any MLK Boulevard. We good. Yeah, I'm good. Okay. <laughs> I'm good over here. So good for you. Um, yeah, but yeah, you just gotta stand in that shit. That's all. That's stand it. in, you know, no matter what, come what may. Mm-hmm. That's it. As uh, it's like Annie, come what may, come what may. Tomorrow, tomorrow comes. So, guess what. And you got to live with it tomorrow. And you still got shit to do. Mm-hmm. So. Hey, maybe you got some needs met in the meantime and good for you. Because we done all been there. For real, for real. Like, all been there. <laughs> 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 Ooh, child. And sometimes it's not even like, no raunchy stuff but like sometimes it is sometimes you use sending text messages and phone calls you know you you probably shouldn't have been and i mean sometimes the margaritas flow 
and you know things come out you know Tequila you get a little right. you just get a little slip of the tongue and you don't know how you ended up here but you're here but you're here and you arrived you arrived and there it is <laughs> so you know <laughs> you got to see it through you did so what can what 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 can one say what can one really say those are the therapy sessions i love just (laughs) just so we're clear like those are the therapy sessions i love like katrina let me tell you what i did (laughs) girl the tea is real and i love it i love what i love about it though is like it's the self-awareness it's the I know, it's the but listen, I had to, I needed to, this is where I was at, this is what's up, like all of that. And I love it because a lot of the times, once people have been in therapy with me for a while, I don't even have to really do nothing in those sessions because they'd be like, listen, I, I talked myself through it. I was very clear. I made sure I was, <laughs> I knew all the information. I checked in with myself. This is what I was feeling. This is what was happening. This is what I did. This is how I feel about it after the fact. We good. I made sure I'm clean. I'm like. <laughs> oh, hell. Um, like, oh, you right? You grown? <laughs> I know what I'm going to say. <laughs> did you enjoy yourself? Enjoy yourself with me. Was it a good time? Would you do it again? Now that's the no. Now that's the T. Would <laughs> you do it again? Would you do it again? And nine times out of ten, for me, the answer is no. <laughs> it's no. It's a no. If I've made okay, if I made that decision. I'm not trying to make it like we said before. I'm not trying to make you're it not a habit. Try, right. You're not trying to make <laughs> a not, habit out of this it. This is not trying to be a habit. I gave myself a little cherry on top. I gave myself a little something. Here, you know what? You deserve. Here you go. It's <laughs> a treat for today. It's a little treat for you, girl. You deserve. And sometimes it be like that, but that does not mean this is about to become. You're gonna be out here doing that all the time. Hell nah. no! You're not trying to be on the corner selling no, the drugs. No, you, you're just gonna slip it through the car window. All exactly. The time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know where this drug. I don't know metaphor but, came from, but no, I'm not. I'm not slanging. You know, by <laughs> no means, I am not slanging. <laughs> okay, that's not what's going on. <laughs> You you just a plug on campus. Exactly. I might know somebody that knows somebody, but I'm definitely not slanking, dog. That's what I'm not doing. I'm not making this a lifestyle, okay? Absolutely not. I'm not not about that life. Mm -mm. No, 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 ma'am. But I'll be the plug a couple times for the party. Exactly, exactly. You know, I love a good time. (laughs) I love a good time. Ooh, they don't call me M. Lively for nothing, okay? Mm-hmm. They don't. <sighs> anyway. <laughs> Just, you know, everyone be adults. Just be adults. Do Just your be thing. A, do your thing. Be you. 
stand in the thing and be true to yourself and you know because child it's gonna be all right play ball play ball we all been there we all done it and we all right we chilling call your therapist real fast have that session <laughs> get it out your system or your homegirl if you ain't got a therapist yep they'll do and then, and then I love when you got your homegirl, <laughs> which happened to me, was like, what the hell did you do? You know, and then, you know, I was like, well, what do you want to hear? You want me to, you know, just listen? You want me to, wh- what do you want? I'm like, look, I already know. So really, <laughs> you ain't got to tell me about myself. Tell, you don't have to tell me nothing. You really don't. Yeah. You see, know? that's that therapy session. <laughs> I ain't got to say nothing. You know what it is. I just got to get this off my chest real quick. <laughs> and then we just going to move on. Right. <sighs> Can the congregation say amen? Amen. Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hope, I hope all of y'all out there understand what just happened here. <laughs> if you don't understand re- re-listen cause yeah just rewind you got it I believe in you for real <laughs> I believe in you uh, it's, it's a, a little bit of a sidebar but like it's really interesting to be talking about life things on a podcast and wanting to like have a semblance of privacy, but also wanting to be like real and realistic. And so, you know, sometimes we don't want to tell all our business, but we want y'all to know that like, we here with y'all. We've been there. We done that the whole nine. So Um, life be life in life be life in. And we sometimes you deserve a treat. Mm -hmm. There it is. Folks, this next segment is called Roses. Marlena, who are you giving your rose to today or this week? I'm giving my rose to Shanquilla Robinson. This story has been circulating recently around the internet about how she she's like 25 years old uh, from North Carolina, like Charlotte. And she went on a trip with some friends, I'm putting that in quotations, because uh, I don't know how well friends they could could have been, but she, uh, these friends claim that she died of alcohol poisoning. And in Mexico, her death certificate basically says that she had a broken neck and a cracked spine. Um, and they said that was her cause of death. Uh, and then... On the internet, a video starts uh, surfacing because these said friends that were in the house with her were taking the a video of her getting into an altercation with one of the other girls that were staying in the house, like a physical altercation. So now everybody's saying, so did this fight turn deadly? And these people just like stayed in Cabo and then came back and then lied to her parents t- telling them that she died of a, you know, of alcohol, you know, something related to alcohol poisoning. 
you know, it's just really sad. I just feel really bad for her parents. It's just, I'm just tired. First of all, I was hoping when I, you know, at first I just read the story and I was hoping they weren't black. You know how you hope for certain things and then you like, and then you see the picture of the person, you're like, well, damn, you know, and we're already, you know, hurting in so many different directions. And I just feel like, wow, like you go on a trip where you're supposed to be going to, you know, I'm sure to relax, to have a good time. And, you know, uh, apparently she was a, you know, kind of like a business. I don't want to say kind of like a business. She was a businesswoman. She, you know, braided hair. She was well known in her community. And she probably like, man, I need a vacation. I need to go. And maybe she tacked on. I don't know. You know, I don't know what happened, but all I know is, you know, I hope they find out the the real cause and what really happened to this girl. You know, her family deserves that. And they I know how painful that must be not having clear answers and knowing something happened to your child and you're not quite sure. And it's not really, you know, being explained the right way or fairly or, and there's all this assumptions when the, the key people, the core people that were there were there, you know? So I'm just so confused. So she goes on this trip with some people that she knows and she dies within the first day of the trip and they remained on the trip? I think so. But here's my thing. If that happened, so what happens? Do you, okay, if you rented out a place, this is what I'm really interested in. Excuse me. You call 911 or whatever, you know, obviously something happens. It's not like they're going to just keep her in the house for however long. I'm sure... You but know, did the, they call 911? They had to have because they said she was, well, actually, I don't know. I'm, uh, you know, I don't know. I'm guessing. We know not eventually very clear. she ended up at right. the morgue or wherever. Exactly. But, but I don't know within as the to first when. day or when? They said that she passed within 24 hours of being there. Shit. So, yeah, I don't know. I just have so many questions because I, I can't imagine going on a trip like if you and I go on a trip and something happens to you, I guess I might stay on the remainder of the trip, but mostly because I'm trying to figure out what the fuck is going on, not because I'm still going to enjoy this trip necessarily. Like my friend just died. Exactly. That's why it's just it's so weird. And then the U.S. like State Department that's involved, I'm assuming like the, the embassy in in uh, Mexico as well, they like released a statement saying that there was no clear evidence of foul play. But then there's this video now circulating where it shows that she clearly was in an altercation, like something happened, like her neck didn't just break. Like, you know, like, I don't know, you know, I don't know how they can say it, you know. How are you going to say it's not foul play and do you have evidence to show how she broke her neck if not by force right which i don't think they have so now you know all these groups are getting involved and they're you know trying to get them to retract their statement they want the state department and the fbi to conduct a thorough investigation into her death you know so it's a lot going on and especially it's harder because you're dealing with another country too I mean, you yeah. see what's going on with uh, Brittany Griner. 
Mm, that like, whole situation. It's oh crazy. God. That is so... This poor it. woman, I can't I, even imagine. I don't even know. And they really gave her, what, nine years, I believe? So that's crazy. That's some bullshit. <laughs> that's what that is. That's some bullshit. And you're in another country. That's A the whole other thing. other country. And they just out there just making decisions about your life all willy-nilly. Yeah. Yeah. Over some weed. I know. I wish it was over something else. I know I sound... I mean... <laughs> like, I, I, it would make more sense if it was something, like, deadly. Something yeah, happened. Yeah, if you like, went out there and, like, hurt somebody or something like that. Then but, like, I could get it. But weed, like, I, I just... I don't know. And I know different countries, different laws. I completely understand, you know, but it's still really wild. Really wild. When you know mad people do drugs. That and it's not even the fact that you know that, but like, is it that serious? They're just holding her because they're mad at the U.S. for all this war shit. I don't think it's about the drugs as much as it is about politics. Mm -hmm. But I mean... We can only talk so much because the U.S. is not far behind them. <laughs> right. We just acting like we trying to get it together as far as drugs and locking people up is concerned. So trying. Oh, and your friend Trump, I heard, is running for president again. My friend? <laughs> yeah, your friend. I your can't homeboy. stand it. <laughs> your homeboy is running for president again. But, you know, one of the things that he is standing on he wants death penalty for drug dealers. He ain't. Here's the thing. I. Drug dealers and sex traffickers, which it's interesting that we're putting the two of them in the same Yeah, category. you should just traffickers. But okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> I am volunteering. I don't know about you, but it, I will volunteer. I'm not even a hardcore Democrat or anything along those lines. But I'd be damned if I sit back and let this fucking maniac attempt to even attempt to step back into the Oval Office. I will be making plans because there is no way in hell. It's just this is the end of the Republican Party. And it's sad they don't really realize it yet. They think if they really think they're going to back this this maniac again, I just don't know. And, and what really pains me, I don't even want to make this political at all, but really pains me to no end is to see people online because I read the comments, you know, for shits and giggles. And I see people actually writing and I don't know how old they are. Again, people hide behind these these screen names and stuff like that. I don't know any of these people. And maybe they could just be trolling. I don't know. But I'm literally seeing people on there saying like, yeah, we need him back in office or whatever. Yeah. Send me another stimmy, Trump. Yeah. Um, you know, um, give me some more of those PP loans. My God, we are not in a pandemic anymore. So why do you think that you're getting any type Girl. of stimulus or any type of support Girl, from you, him? You cannot make logical the illogical. There's so many questions I have. And it's just the betrayal of women. It's the betrayal of their own race. It's the betrayal of just so many things. And I'm not even riding. I'm not like, you know, you're riding with Biden. I'm not even riding with Biden. I'm just saying, like, you cannot be of sound mind and think that is the way to go. 
I'm just sorry. I, I don't care wh- how much money it may get you, even even if it's a $1,200 fucking check, or if you're the richest person and you get a tax break or whatever the fuck he does for y'all. It's still not worth... Costly decisions. <laughs> it is not worth the cost. Mm, it's frankly it not worth the cost, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. gonna pray for y'all, because that's just... That's wild. Utterly wild. It is so wild. But, um, you know, shout out to Shinquella's Robinson's parents. Mm-hmm. You did not deserve that baby girl. And, you know, I hope that justice is served justly yeah. and swiftly. I hope right. that it happens and it happens the right way mm. in your favor. Can you imagine getting that phone call? No. And that is one reason why. I don't know. I can't imagine having children sometimes because I know that that is you. It's a part of you. You just created this thing. So it's like your heart outside of your body and you, it's just taken from you. I would snap. Especially you came and sat in front of me and told me that my child was gone and you gave me a reason and all of that. And now I find out that there's some other shit that popped off. One, two, I still have questions about when they found out that she was dead, when they called for help, what that looked like, and when did they call her mama? Because you waited till you was done with the trip, but she died on the first leg of the trip, and then you called me when you was on your way home? Absolutely not. I don't know if they called then or did they call the next day. I don't know. Now, that was not clear to me, but... I don't know. I have either way, it's It's really crazy. That's some shit. I hope that they find some answers. Me too, man. That's wild. Me. Y'all be careful out here. You can't travel with everybody. No. No, you cannot. Especially, I could see if it was, okay, it's some associates, whatever, and we're staying at a resort and we all have our own hotel rooms. But when you're sharing a space with someone, like a house, and somewhere where you're going to lay your head, you have to be 100% comfortable with these people. You know, like, because they could fucking rob you, steal you your shit. Any, anything could pop off. Set you up. You know, anything could happen. So you got to be clear on who you with. We mm-hmm. do. You do. <sighs> anyway, so, Katrina, who are you giving your rose to this week? Well, I'm going to say to Black Heroes. And I say that, what is it, just a few, uh, less than a week after Black Panther Wakanda Forever came out and I I, like even before the movie was out when it was on its way just the amount of energy in our community around this not just Black Panther like the movie the superhero all of that but Chadwick and representing this man's life and you know using the term hero not just to mean like a superhero but somebody that the community looks up to and honors. And I don't know if you've seen the movie yet. Um, Not yet. It was sold out. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I was actually in New Orleans for an event over the weekend and they rented out a theater for the people who were at the event. And we went and saw it over the weekend, opening weekend. And it was amazing because it was a group of black folks all together in the movie theater in New Orleans watching this movie. And that was really dope. Like that was 
a great way to go see the movie. Um, but it was just powerful the way that they honored his legacy in the movie and tied that into honoring the Black Panther. You know what I mean? Like they really utilized that in a way to honor the Black Panther, like the superhero in the movie. But they use that as a way to like really honor Chadwick. And I, it was just, it was dope. It was amazing. It was beautiful. Like there was clapping, there was hollering in the theater. Like it was just really, it was really powerful. And so I want to offer that up to give my rose to black heroes, people that we look up to, people that we honor, people that we respect, people that look like us who are doing wonderful and beautiful things for our community, whether that be bringing representation to our screens, whether that be fighting for our rights, whatever that looks like, because it just does so much. Like the energy around that movie was, has just been so dope. And I'm so excited that we get to see this in our lifetime and that we get to enjoy this in our lifetime. and. I don't know. It was just amazing. Um, the movie was powerful. I won't give anything away, but the movie was powerful. And I think it had a lot of messages in it. You probably have to see it once or twice or two or three times rather, because <laughs> it was just a lot going on in there. And, you know, you can't focus on every little piece of it, but it was dope. And I just, it feels good to know that we can get those breaks to have those moments of like something powerful that feels good to us. And we get to enjoy that, especially in the wake of someone that we all really adored. And maybe not all, don't wanna put words in people's mouths, but that the community seems to have adored um, for a lot of different reasons. So shout out to our black heroes, shout out to the live, the dead, those who have come before as ancestors, elders, all of that, who just came to this earth and like showed out for us in ways that allow us to really feel like we can be celebrated and honored and respected and all of that, because we need that. I think we go through so much shit on a regular basis that like getting these pockets of like, yo, like we going to see this movie, this three hours, we going to sit in this theater and we're going to enjoy this, this black excellence on TV. So I'm with it, man. I want to see it. I'm probably going to try to see it tomorrow, uh, but we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. I just was taking my time. I was going to, I tried to go on Sunday, but of course the theater that I like going to is like every seat was taken, like every seat. I was like, damn. So, and it kind of snuck up on you because I, I knew it was coming, you know, it's like, okay, yeah, it's coming out. It's coming out. And you start to see more press about it. And then, you know, from my work stuff, like I, I knew it was coming out. I just wasn't prepared like the last time when the first one was coming out and it was yeah. like, okay, no, you got to get your seat. You know, everybody's like right. in the group chat, like what are we doing? You know, it was like all this stuff. Um, and um, yeah, the person who would have done that would have been my friend, David, mm. who would have sent that chat, that chat. So, you know, I just mm-hmm. haven't seen it yet, but I will. I will. Yeah. Good stuff. Really good stuff. It was 
so amazing because I don't I don't have friends who reach out like that and say like, hey, let's go do this. Let's go see this movie or whatever. So it was dope for me as an experience to go with a huge group of Mm -hmm. black folks in this really black ass city. Yeah. New Orleans to show up, pull up and go watch this movie. That was really dope for me. I don't. Yeah, I couldn't have imagined it happening any differently. Um, That was really cool. So I was glad I was there for that. That felt nice. Yeah, I'm glad you got to do that. That sounds dope, man. And shoot, just being in New Orleans, man. Just want to eat. Love it. (laughs) I was like, I just want to eat. Love it. I I will be going back. I was going to say I got to go back. I will be going back. I just got to plan it. Yeah. Well, that's another episode of Excess Baggage. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Excess Baggage Pod. That's Excess Baggage P-O-D. And check us out on TikTok at Excess Baggage Podcast. Be sure to like, subscribe, and review on the podcast app and Spotify. And remember to pack light and keep it tight. The show. The show.